0: Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Stretch Goose Podcast. My name is Manuel. His name is George. And uh, today we're going to be talking about customer service and how amazing it is. And uh, we're going to also cover a woman le- who leaves a newborn in the in a freezing tent in the woods and some silly person that thought a Tasmanian devil was a dog toy. Um, having said all that, Please like the show, share the show, and subscribe to the show. And
1: uh, how are you, sir? And how's everything going on there? Everything's going amazing. Awesome. New Year started out pretty nice. Um, you know, this is uh, one of our, um, I don't know, third, fourth podcast of the New Year already? I don't know, somewhere in there. Yeah. But... um, Recorded, anyway, as far as release dates. True, recorded. We'll, we'll, they're we'll coming, people. They're coming. We'll, we'll they're, get there. We're trickling them out. But... um. No, it's been good. It's been good. It's been uh, it's been so far so good, as I said. So there you go. Um, usually you'll do this at the end. But I'll just, I'm, I'm gonna bring up a few stats that you shared with me with the podcast. I did me. I did. Real uh, quick. I did uh-huh. send him
0: the updated numbers because he asked about it.
1: Well, we don't need to talk about all the numbers, but what I do want to bring up is how. Everyone has contributed to our growth and we thank everybody. And it seems now that I'm looking at this as of now or as of today's report, we are now being listened to in eight different countries. Well, two maybe ten. Um two are unknown due to, as you said, you know, trying to find the location via IP address or whatever. But still eight different countries people are now listening to us. We appreciate you around the world. And I would personally, and I'm sure Emmanuel would as well. We want some feedback. We want some questions. Please email us stretchgoose, correct, at gmail.com. Yes, it's stretchgoose at gmail.com. You can also email any weird
0: story you seem to find. That would Actually, be awesome. that would
1: be great. Any obscure story would be amazing. Send them over. If you have questions, please ask them. If you have comments, we'll read them um let's start seeing seeing your input and uh you know we can do what we can to share what we can on the show
0: good or bad you can call me names it's all good
1: oh i expect it especially for you i expect it yeah because i am a silly (laughs) bitch (laughs) anyway stretch goose (laughs) stretch goose at gmail.com send your obscure stories your comments your questions um and again appreciate the growth and Damn, pretty cool to be listened to in multiple countries, and um, yeah, it seems that the uh, the audience is getting bigger and bigger. And we appreciate every every one of you.
0: Yeah, and, and what was even cooler was last month report. For some reason, we kept pinging in Massachusetts. I don't know why. There's like f- ten or twelve of them, so that was kind of cool. They got a little got a little run out there on the East Coast for a bit. Um, but yeah, just send all the cool stuff our way. That you know, story-wise, because um, I know I can't find all the obscure and crazy ones. Um, and you know, questions are are are, you know, welcomed, and uh, hopefully they they flood in and
1: and all the cool stuff starts. Um, well, it would be cool to share people's commentary and ideas and oh, absolutely. You know, give us. I'm
0: sorry, I'm kind of sucking through this part because I just shoved a chocolate cookie in my throat and it's not helping me chocolate chip cookie washed down by an energy drink by monsters
1: finest monsters
0: finest zero ultra don't buy that green shit (laughs) okay having said all that uh having said all that um, all right
1: pass the sappy shit thank you (laughs) thank you we love you all
0: and uh let's start (laughs) off with this um silly story I don't know how this woman thought this shit was a dog toy, but we're going to dive in. Um, <clears throat> A Hobart woman, uh, this is also, I, I believe this is from Tasmania itself, which is even funnier. Yeah, given the animal yeah. I'm wondering. Uh, Kristen uh, Lynch got the fright of her life on Wednesday night when she went to pick up her Golden Retriever's plush toy and it ran away. She said that she went to retrieve it and the devil shot underneath the couch. The toy was actually a Tasmanian devil, and Lynch said her yelling woke up the whole house. While her husband chased the little devil out of the house with a broom, Lynch and the children took refuge on top of the kitchen table. Oh. We were concerned that if she or he... I love that part. That's
1: hilarious. I, You know, I caught that, and I was going to comment on it, but I'll... I'm gonna leave it there for now.
0: They gave they gave the uh, Tasmanian the he and the she. That's they nice. do
1: not want to identify <laughs> the gender of this Tasmanian <laughs> devil. The... <laughs> we do not want to offend the Tasmanian
0: devil. This shit has gone all the way to animals now. This is sad. Uh, they were afraid. They don't it would... they identify us? Yeah. They, had... <laughs> they were afraid it would bite someone. At so at some stage the family were standing on the table, which in itself is classically funny. I got the fright of my life, but to be honest, I think the poor thing was more terrified than we were. Tasmanian devils are rarely seen entering homes, which means she had to have brought the fucking thing in. But this time of the year, juveniles can be in urban areas looking for food and water, and they as they learn how to survive without their parents, the young devil did not appear to be hurt. That's great. And Lynch, whose property backs on to bushland believes it came inside, behind their new puppy named Gecko. The devil got through the fence behind Gecko and walked through the door unnoticed. And and uh, that's it, guys. That is our silly family
1: that doesn't know what a toy is. Well, in their defense, I don't think they noticed that. I mean, who's going to expect a Tasmanian devil just to be in their house? Yeah, but when you go to pick it up. As you're walking up to it, it does not look like a toy. I'm just saying. Well, who knows? Could have been dark. I have zero idea. But yeah, that must have been that must have been an experience for sure.
0: <laughs> and, and I'm surprised the dog wasn't wasn't going nuts anyway. Well th- yeah,
1: there's the other thing. The dog uh, wasn't no, res- that, no, Golden, was it
0: responding. Golden retrievers are historically friendly, so everybody's their buddy. So they don't they're not really guard dogs. Even ever other animals? Yeah. They'll leave, they'll let you walk into their house even though you don't live there.
1: Huh? Interesting.
0: Yeah, they're they're the the, the they are. Uh, well, interesting. I, I, my experience
1: has always been with you know, dogs. <laughs> you put it, yeah, pretty much. You're talking about dogs, right? Not, dogs, yes. Not silly, whatever. Dogs. Yeah. yeah, real dogs. Real dogs. Real dogs yeah, dogs that get the job done. Yeah, dogs that care about their
0: house, yes. and their environment. Yeah, not not labradors, retrievers, chihu- chihuahuas, shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I don't know, man. Sure. Yeah, that's crazy, though. Think about it is, that. It is a funny-ass uh, story to me, anyway. But you know
1: they're not? like it was a juvenile Tasmanian devil, because those things could if be it was a fucking full, crazy. If it was a
0: full-grown one, that motherfucker would have killed that dog. That, that I pup, mean, it, it the, could. Gecko <laughs> wouldn't... That's for sure. Gecko would not have survived.
1: Oh, man,
0: that's for sure. <laughs> uh, anyway, on to ABC News.
1: The important stuff.
0: Yes, this silly lady left her newborn in a tent in the freezing woods. She is facing charges of allegedly leaving, allegedly, leaving her newborn in a tent in the freezing cold New Hampshire woods. Uh, around 1230 a.m. Monday, the Manchester Fire Department was dispatched to a reported pregnancy problem. And a woman told responders she gave birth prematurely in the woods. Police and fire crew searched the area where the woman directed them but could not find the child. Uh, after nearly an hour, the mother revealed the true location of, of the baby and led officers to the area. The police department said searchers found the newborn uncovered on the floor of a tent. They said the baby had been born that night, according to the police spokesman, Heather Hamill. Uh, the wind chill and the temperatures, it felt like it plunged to about six degrees that night. The baby was taken to a hospital and is doing well. Uh, the mother, Alexandria Eckersley, 26 years old, was charged with felony reckless conduct, according to police. She was also facing an unrelated warrant for endangering the welfare of another child. And that is her amazing photo. She looks ready.
1: So she had, she uh, she already has an, a warrant out for endangering another child?
0: Uh, Yep, and then she
1: just gave birth to a child. And, and gave it. birth to a... So this woman obviously doesn't want children or kids. Why does she keep having it? What's going on here?
0: I, I think uh, she's high as a kite every time if you look at the photo. Man, let me look at that photo here. Um, oh yeah. yeah, there is a safe haven uh, law in New Hampshire sure. where you can you can leave it at the fire station, churches, and all that stuff if you really don't want children. But that is our silly uh, silly woman leaving kids in the woods at six degrees.
1: <sighs> Fucking crazy! Like if with the, with a safe haven law, why would you not just take the child that you obviously don't want to raise? Yes, this instead also... instead of I mean, was she afraid of feeling guilty about going to a fire department or whatever and saying here's the child versus about leaving the child saying, fuck it, let her freeze to death?
0: I it's it connects to the abortion debate too. If there there's no reason for any well, of this. let's
1: not go down that road again. I'm just
0: I'm back to that there's no reason for some of this shit. That's all. You can just but
1: There's no reason for tacos, and there's no reason for children. (laughs) I get it. They're totally fucking connected and related.
0: Uh, I've done it again.
1: Moving on. (laughs) Referring to one of our previous podcasts, if you guys didn't catch that, but anyway... (laughs) Anyway, just another example of how we keep bringing up the mental state of people in the world these days. What the
0: mm-hmm. fuck? We should call this podcast the Mental State of of the World. Yeah. Cuz we keep tripping over this shit. We do. It's 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 insane. But um before we dive into the bulk of our episode, what are your what do you have what is your opinion on customer service in America? Cuz we're strictly sticking to America.
1: Oh, here's one near and dear to my heart. I am glad we're talking about this.
0: Yes, and I have done a lot of research, picked up a lot of websites and statistics, and uh, similar... I have my
1: own experience
0: as a living statistic. <laughs> Everybody has an experience, <laughs> but as far as like uh, like the other podcasts were where I went through eight or nine different sources. I don't know if we're going to go through every stat or
1: go through everything, but... We may not need to when it comes to this. I mean, nah. it's pretty obvious that customer service in the U.S. is now become shit.
0: I also have the top 10 worst companies for customer service at the back end of this. If We'll dive into some of those.
1: But, um... You know, I'm getting parched here. Hold on. Let me but
0: get... how bad is it? It's
1: time to open my little...
0: So to dive on into this, he, yes, he is attempting to open a twisty cap, and I don't know if it worked
1: out. So how bad is customer service? You know, I really? popped that top like a fucking man over here. Oh, like a fucking using pro- a tool I obviously didn't need, but I did anyway because <laughs> you're a fucking moron. <laughs> you're a fucking moron. You just <laughs> it says
0: twisting. You fucking pop- <laughs> thirsty.
1: It was a tool. I had to use it. <laughs> okay. Well. Mm.
0: <sighs> okay, the decline of customer service in America. And now I'm going to read some of these stats and how bad it really is. Um, so, global hotel hotel prices on a, uh, as far as globally have increased by 184% do, from prior year, according mm-hmm. to Travel Daily Media. The U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics reports that the hospitality industry has a 5.7% quit rate. And according to The Economist, that is partially due to people having to double shift to cover people who were fired. So the more that are... <coughs> excuse me. So they're they're quitting, and then there are people that are also quitting because the people are quitting. I know it's a silly stat, but I thought...
1: Why no, not? it's not a silly stat. I mean, people are doing double, triple the work for the so same pay, so they're causing, not being
0: appreciated. And they're causing the quit rate of the quit rate. Yeah, like I mean, a, that's you know. that's one stat. Um, um disf- Dissatisfaction is at record levels amongst people because of the pandemic causing even more staffing shortages and inflation. You mean the
1: unsatisfaction? Dissatisfaction. Yeah, dissatisfaction. dissatisfaction. Yeah.
0: Oh, I thought you said satisfaction. I was like, oh. I- I'm reading pretty quickly. I'm sorry. Gotcha. I'll, I'll slow it down. I just wanted to make sure. Um, fast food is also no longer fast. Let's not talk about fast food anymore. <laughs> Just get past that. <laughs> and, and the help desks are becoming more automated, causing even more dissatisfaction because you have to play on the phone longer than most. most Definitely
1: people. new levels of frustration, that's for sure. Um, in
0: 2022, the North American airline industry has dropped 20 points in satisfaction ratings, according to JT, JD Power surveys. That's and, um, the average satisfaction score was 798 on a scale of 1,000. So most North American airlines did
1: not even meet the middle. So, you know, all these stats and reports. Question being, is, it, uh, is there a study of how long this has been happening? Because in my, my recollection so far, well, okay, Customer service and retail alone has been de- on decline for quite some well, time, but I think a lot has become more prevalent since COVID happened. Well, what I just read, right?
0: What, uh, what, right? what I just read—that whole front end, all those stats—are current stats. No, t- I know. Due but to the what pandemic. I asked was:
1: was there a study where they um, did it over a period of time to to gauge like how long has this has been happening? Yes, the Arizona
0: State study. The Arizona State. Oh, there it is. Um, it, it ran from 2017 to 2020. So it okay. It, it covers pre-pandemic, these numbers. A little, yeah. A little bit. um, But then it, it you know, successfully got worse going into the pandemic. These numbers actually got more. He
1: says the most common area for problems was technology, meaning internet, email, software, hardware, tech support, listed by 19% of respondents, followed by cable, satellite, TV. Yes. And automobile. Yes. Okay, 12% were cell phones, no, cell phones were six percent. automobiles wheels were twelve percent. Airlines only five percent. Most of the complaints. I guess people are not air- traveling as much.
0: Airlines drew the highest complaint percentage at seventy-seven percent.
1: Oh, I was looking here. Our findings include. No,
0: yeah, that this is the study itself. Yeah, 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 got it. But I'm just saying that the highest
1: complaints came oh, from the airline industry. There. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And um, well, let's let's just. I mean, there's enough here. Look, like everybody deals with shitty service, so let's just talk about shitty service.
0: Yeah, I just I just kind of reading, kind of going through some of the numbers. You know, seventy seventy three. I mean, where where
1: did it start? Did it start with self checkout?
0: Oh, it started way before that
1: shit. Way before that? Oh yeah,
0: know. it started when you started when they started to automate the phone line. That's when it went downhill. True. Because now you're having to hit all these numbers and you're or waiting. Is, you there's that. What what list. about
1: what about what about in the retail sector where? It's acceptable as if it, it the, there's no standard anymore for how you're supposed to act on the retail floor around customers. Not anymore. They got stores. Rid of that. Yeah. It's like managers don't even get in the way to tell people or coach them on how they should act around customers. For example, I bring this up cuz this is where I saw personally the the bigger decline of customer service. You're walking through a store, you don't need to hear two employees bitching about their day, cussing each other out or um, complaining about their bosses or the shit that they have to do on their job in the back room. I remember when when I had to work retail that, you know, anything that's customer facing, you don't show them your problems. If you have frustration or problem, you take it to the back. You take it off the floor. Yeah. But now, it doesn't matter. It's like, I don't give a fuck that you have to stock 20 boxes and you're pissed off and you're cussing everyone out about it. I'm supposed to have to walk in and, and deal with that. I came in here to buy a product and, and get a service from you. That's what yeah. I'm here for. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not here to be your fucking therapist or be, you know, subjected to to your, you know, your lack of respect for the customer walking in that's trying to spend money here. You know, if you have an issue, take it to the back. You got to cry about it. Go outside. You yeah. know, do it, do it on your time off around a fucking buying a beer with your fellow colleagues, but the floor is not where you're supposed to, the retail floor is not where you're supposed to be airing your concerns, talking shit, using foul language, any of that stuff. It's supposed to be a comfortable environment for someone to walk into that wants to interact with your business to spend money and in return receive a service for spending yeah. money. That's it. It's supposed to be. Yeah. You know, that
0: it used to in, in my industry specifically, the beverage industry, when I started it in 2000 that name on that name on on the on the suit mattered or on the jersey, if you will. That name mattered. That name was the the reason you were there. It was what made it in, an important thing, right? And then slowly but surely, every generation, if you will, that has been growing up and being put into the workforce, they are now saying we matter more than the customer than the company.
1: Or the company or the
0: customer. Exactly. And that began the, the, the ultimate decline in my industry because now I'm seeing the work isn't done properly because it's like, well, they're just going to buy it anyway because it's, you know, whatever drink it may be that they're loyal to, which is why that stat about 73% are just loyal to the brand. They, they focus on that aspect and they say, well, if this... This doesn't matter how I put it on the shelf. It doesn't matter whether I spend the bottle. They know what it is. They're gonna buy it no matter no matter whether I'm here or not. So then they act the way that they act. They start to, to become more combative. They start to, to do things with less pride because it because they know that they know that it's gonna get purchased regardless. And because of that type of shit, you you start to see the erosion in overall performance, overall conduct, because then it's like, oh, well, this doesn't matter, so now this doesn't matter, so now this doesn't matter, and it just
1: continues to go. Perf- uh, performance on the job is one thing. Uh, conduct, I believe, is the bigger issue I see in customer service. But performance service. leads to conduct, because if you don't give a shit oh, about this... Oh, you mean then- performance in servicing the customer. Yeah, say- oh, i I, 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 is- I thought you just meant like job performance, like just mm- job duty type. Well,
0: I, I kind of throw it all in the same Yeah, band. you're right. I it's mean, it's I don't- pretty much the same shit. I, I, maybe right. I
1: should... No, no, you're right. Chop that out. But I get it
0: it's, it's all in the same framework because if they're going to buy it anyway, it doesn't matter what I do here, 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 here and it just
1: keeps going. And that, yeah, and that's that's one that's definitely one example and and you're right. I do see where people feel they're more important than than the person providing the opportunity for you to work as in, hey, it, it look, it, uh, working is an exchange of time for money. Period. Time and skills for money. If I'm going to pay you X amount of dollars per hour or salary per year. I expect you in return to give me your time and provide the necessary skills or labor that is required of you for that money. It's 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 basically either a signed contract or, 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 or unspoken contract. It's just understood. But now it's gotten to the point that they're expected to get paid and fuck you if you try to tell me how to do my job or that I even need to do my job and you should just pay me and be happy that I'm here and then that attitude is now leaked out into the front desk facing the customer on the floor when you're asking someone if they can get something off the shelf or from the back room they want to give you attitude for asking them if they can do their job I mean it's not like most people come disrespecting a person behind a counter out the gate There, there are some assholes out there I've witnessed it but In general, look. You chose the job, and sometimes they may choose a job because that's all they their only choice. But fuck, you're there. Take pride in your fucking reputation and your work. At least look at it from the standpoint of look. It might be a shit job or you don't really want to be there, but always leave the impression of you're gonna do the best you can for what you're there for. You know, set the example. I th- the, the problem has has been to where I don't think umper management even gives a fuck anymore. All they even care about is their bottom line, their numbers, how much profit are they bringing in, how much stuff is selling. And until someone sues them or really brings up that there is an issue, they don't care. It doesn't seem like they do anymore.
0: No, it it goes back to what I I said what I was saying earlier about no, it, does. it doesn't matter.
1: Bigger bigger problem. I know. Because L-
0: it, everybody needs bread, everybody needs. No, eggs, no yeah, 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 So it doesn't matter anymore. But, so
1: let's let's move on to service industries or hospitality. Which would be so, your ho- so, Was that, that hotels, car sales, hotels, even restaurants, restaurants? for example, okay. stuff like okay. that. Okay. Entertainment okay. industry, like what I'm in, still yeah. considered you know part of that. Hospi- That's hospitality to a degree. Yeah. You know, meetings, events, things like that. But, uh, but, I, I meant basically like service. But look. So what we're seeing here with hotels, you brought it up earlier. It may, I don't know if you said it on, on the podcast, but we are talking about earlier how hotels, you know, they're raising their prices.
0: Yeah, I just said it, 180 You did? Okay. Yeah. I just
1: remember talking about it before also. But yeah, everyone's experiencing this. Hotels won't even fucking clean your room anymore. No. They, they, you have to ask for everything, and when you do, they're overwhelmed. I've seen this starting to happen before COVID. I think, I think the hotel industry used COVID as an excuse. Now, a lot of people left. To expand on it, if anything, yeah. A lot of workers did leave because of the abuse and the pay, and I get it. They realized, look, this isn't worth it. I can find something else to do. A lot of people had to come to Jesus moment, if you will, when it came to COVID. They had time to stop and really look at their lives and go, fuck, do I really want to do this? Why am I putting up with this? Understood. You yeah. made the change. Yeah. But here's where the companies took advantage of it. Way before COVID, I noticed that hotels were not even, okay, they charge you for a whole day for the room. But they won't even let you check in till 3 in the fucking afternoon. Yeah. So the room is never ready until 3. How can they charge you for the day if you can't even get into your room till late afternoon? Now, some people think oh, I'm only there to sleep. But for someone like me, I like to get into a town early if I have a job or just going on a vacation so I can get my stuff out of the car, not have to drag it around with me everywhere, park my car get everything in the room, set up, ready. Maybe I want to spruce up, change my clothes wear before I go out on the town. But I can't do this because I can't get until 3 o'clock. And then they want to boot you out by 10 or 11 the next morning. Like, okay, why can't I get out at 12 or 1? So there's there's the first thing I've noticed. And then now it's gotten to the point where you you don't get fresh towels. They won't change your room. They won't do anything anything for you but they raise their prices and they say they raise their prices because of the extra work they have to do but yet they have less employees because they're not bringing on employees because they found out they can push the people working there to do more for less
0: yeah and it's in the overall so where's budget, the cost it the overall budget labor budget is flat when you do that i i don't know i what i think where's it at oh here it is what I think, the it's gotten so bad that people are relying on each other. It's like 48% of respondents to the survey, they check social media before they even go to that store. Yeah. They're relying on other normal people reviews rather than their actual experience in the store. It's like making that decision for them because of the, the way the workers are being. I just thought that was an interesting stat. It's just To me, it's just kind of like, you're so bad, right? That everybody's checking on it without going. You know what I mean? Like I just—you're not as inviting as you used to be, <laughs> basically.
1: No, it's it's gotten bad, and it is bad. You know, you and it's can, like saying
0: on the phone. You know, it says right here from Harvard Business Review that the average consumer spends 13 hours in the calling queue before actually getting connected.
1: Yeah, they're tr- they're, they're trying me. to get a, a robot in, in essence some kind of AI software to determine how they're going to service you. But you know, it's great if you have you know what you want. You just need the okay, send me to this menu and that, and I just need you know basic info on my account, or I'm just going to make a payment and I don't need to talk to anybody. But there are many times where you need to physically talk to someone so you could explain or get further detailed info on what's going on. And it seems like you can't even talk to anybody. It just puts well, you in this those... big loop of press this to get here. Wait, you press the wrong one. Go back here. Listen to this menu. If none of this satisfies you, go back to the beginning of the menu. And eventually it just hangs up on you and says, oh, call back when you figure it out, basically. <laughs> well, shit, the state of California to go back to these fellas. Oh, another one Those customer fucking... service we didn't bring up. Retail we brought up. You yeah. brought up, you know, like the grocery stores. Yeah. You know, grocery stores aren't as bad yet, but retail has fucked. And then hotels, definitely fucked. Yeah. Um, let's talk about my favorite because it affects my business a lot and I deal Uh-oh. with it. Shipping. UPS, <laughs> FedEx, DHL, all these motherfuckers. They have very good people working for them, by the way. There's some really cool people I got to know that deliver to my warehouses. But they, as shippers, don't take responsibility for shit. They charge you more. They don't guarantee anything, yeah. and now it's getting to the point where almost, if something's lost or damaged and it's their fault, they're somehow finding loopholes to not be liable for that either. If you pay for a guaranteed delivery, two day, three day, and it shows up a week after that, they don't care. They don't refund you. They they, they don't do anything to 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 um make you feel better about about what just happened. And again, they don't they don't give you the difference back in in your money. They just say, well, fuck it. Yeah. Then they have the balls to go, well, it took longer, but since we couldn't find this address and it was a commercial, not a residential, we need to charge you this much more now. It's like you couldn't even get it there on time in the first place. So why would you charge me for the
0: extra to get it there?
1: And even as a consumer, that's from me from shipping, but as a consumer, for example, let's say you and I pay for next day's shipping, Says, and you, and you do it within the window, right? You have so many hours before they can do it? Yeah. And then it doesn't show up till three days later. Do they refund you for that? No. 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 They always say, well, we do the best we can and we're not responsible. Well, if that's the way it is, why even offer it as an option? And why even take my fucking money? That's a good question. But
0: I got no answer. I'm not UPS. I don't understand the shipping rates or how that shit goes.
1: Yeah, another good one. I got FedEx that keeps trying to send me a bill. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So I ordered product from a vendor. Yeah. They sent it. It's they're the ones who initiated the shipment they paid for the shipment they're the ones who chose who shipped it and because they got to my place and had to use a liftgate they're trying to send me a bill for using a liftgate I'm like wait a minute I'm not the shipper that's yeah. between you and the shipper Yeah, not me they knew where they were shipping it they, know, they ship stuff to me all the time but you're going to try to send me a bill they're literally sending it to my address trying to make me responsible for it <laughs> I'm not the shipper motherfucker <laughs> it's not my account I'm the person that received the good. That's it. Yeah. I didn't ask you to ship it to me. They chose you to ship it to me.
0: That's that's wonky. So right. So I'm, I'm assuming you didn't pay and you Fuck sent it Fuck these people.
1: <laughs> Fucking <laughs> Fe- FedEx. I'll say it. FedEx. I don't give a shit. <laughs> And this isn't anything against people who work at FedEx per se. It's rules Th- this and this is corporate. This is above the average person driving and delivering and busting their ass. This is We're talking about so, the policy. Yeah, and, what and, yeah, yeah, the yeah. fuck? Really? I mean,
0: for me, my my most recent one is EDD, State of California. Yo.
1: Oh. <laughs> <The laughs> Let's go. State of California. <laughs>
0: okay. So, there are different laws or different rules, I guess you could say for, you know, medical leave or whatever. Yes. So they're the one that I, you know, they obviously have FMLA, family, medical, whatever, and then they have disability. So there's one for caregiving. Yes. So the situation I was in, I had to be the caregiver. So you fill out the paper online and you mail it in or electronically, however you do it. And then... It's not posted on their, on the web page your status for caregiving. You have to call. And when you call, it's between the hours of eight and five. But when I call right at eight o'clock, the, the lines are already full,
1: right? So
0: they shut so the phone shuts off. So one time I called at 6 am, two hours early, and the lines were full. So there's caregivers all over California just clogging the lines at 6 a.m. waiting to get Uh, in. Apparently. I guess, right? Apparently. I get a letter a month later saying that I did not fill out the medical certification correctly. (laughs) And they gave me a form. That
1: sounds like California.
0: (laughs) They gave me a form. Now, I filled out A, B, C, D, and E, those parts, right? So they gave me a form for the doctor, another one. I gave it to to the doctor. It he he didn't get it back to me for 3 weeks. And it says right at the bottom of the sheet, if it's over 10 days, you have to refile. So I refiled with the new cert- certification. Again, nothing. Phone lines are full. I can't get a hold of nobody for for another 4 weeks. The week of Christmas, I get another fucking letter from these guys saying that I did not fill out part C correctly because it's supposed to be signed by the patient. But when you do it electronically, there's no signature page for them to sign. So I was like, how does this fucking work? I don't understand.
1: California's fucking stupid. <laughs> Look, I've I've gone to, I've gone through this on the business side many times. But,
0: it, but it's I, I you have, is, what's you, funny about it is they send me a thing saying you must electronically do this by December twenty third.
1: They they in and and So, so I this did. is your experience with EDD. I did.
0: I get a letter January 3rd denying the whole claim because they said the medical certification does not have the proper code on it. I looked at the medical medical certification. I'm like the code's right on the fucking thing. I tried to call. Lines are full. Lines are full. Lines are full. I have to file an appeal through the mail. This does not get electronically sent. <laughs> This is like the circle jerk of customer...
1: Well, <laughs> it's the circle jerk of customer service, and also it's also the circle jerk of fucking government. Like, w- like, hey, we're here to help, but not really. And I, I've got this on the business side to where they'll send you um, a bill or, or some kind of... Uh, I'll just say anything you got to basically submit. Like it could be for uh, California Tax Board, whatever it is. I'm just using that yeah. as an example. And it literally says for you to respond you have to call. Mm-hmm. Same shit every time you call. No one ever fucking picks up. Yeah. And I've gone so far as to call at the earliest like 8 o'clock. Look, I wake up at 3.30 sometimes. I'm fucking getting my shit together, ready. I say, here goes 7.59 and uh, fucking call, right? And I'm on that <laughs> shit. No one picks up. No one picks up. I keep calling them. I'm like, you guys are flooded at exactly 8 o'clock. Yeah. Come on. I'll call later. You know, not during lunch because usually that's what you expect, but you know that period between lunch and 3 o'clock is when it kind of dies down a little bit? No. Nothing. No. I have gone to the lengths of... I decided one time, every day for one week, I'm going to call, call, call. Never got through. Never got through. Couldn't even leave a message. Nothing. It's all bullshit. Yeah. And then, like you said, they'll respond... Uh, you never called. So, motherfucker, I've been trying to call. You don't have anyone that fucking works there. I don't think. I think. And the, the other one about empty. California, with you saying, "Oh, you must respond by mail." The fuck out of here. Now it's mail. Before it was all electro electronic. Now they want me to do mail. Again, customer service gone out the window. It is fucking shit. The only the only address
0: that you can drive to and see a person is Fresno, California. Lovely. They t- the the one at the in Sacramento is do they called, have
1: one person working there too. Is that what the problem is?
0: I don't think there's anybody in the building. I think it's like boiler room. It's just a big empty right? building.
1: <laughs> one of those fucking <laughs> crazy underground. I do. Government. I, type. I just think it's a bunch of phones on
0: a table. It is. Just, a, yeah. There's an address. There's, there's it's not n- a
1: PO box. It's physical.
0: Yeah. There's nobody in the fucking. No building. one works there. I think that's what it is, and then a few <laughs> miles down the road is, is where the actual job place is, where you fill out for the EDDs or whatever. Yeah, oh, fuckers. And they had they used to have an office up in Sacramento by the Capitol, but they closed it. Huh. Anyway, that's my California story. On I mean, I just find that like, how do you get better when you keep acting this way? <laughs>
1: Or you don't, you well, and, and here's the bigger issue. Uh, you, you you mentioned generationally earlier about customer service. Well, people who are born every year are born into the experience of the customer service being offered now, so they don't know any different. No. So they they don't they don't they don't have a way to reference whether or not they're getting good customer service. They just think this is the way it's supposed to be.
0: That's that that might be one of the issues. I mean.
1: You know, are we too old? Is that our problem? Should we just accept this lack of fucking care? No, I shouldn't be disrespected when I need to get a fucking answer to a question. If I'm hmm. trying to buy a product, um, if I need a little assistance in doing something that is on your premises because hey, you're open to the public between the hours of eight and whatever, I wanna buy something. But it, Why it, why why would I why should I be disrespected for that? If I'm not gonna disrespect you, then do your fucking job. Shut your fucking pie hole. Do your goddamn job. I don't want to hear your family history, your stories. I don't give a fuck if you're mad at your coworker or you have, oh, man, I got to pull 30 boxes down today. Well, that's your fucking job, motherfucker. Go pull it. (laughs) I'm not going to you bitching about the thousands of miles of cable I got to pull. It's, it's the, like you know what I mean. Like, it, shut the fuck up. That that one annoys
0: me. You go to the retail place, yeah, and you go, "Where's this item? It's not on the shelf."
1: Oh, it's all the way at the top. Or oh.
0: or whatever we have is out there.
1: Yeah, there's, that's there's, a big lie. Whatever we there's have, there's never yeah. anything in the back of the fucking no warehouse. No motherfucker, <laughs> it's not whatever you have is out on the shelf. You know yeah. that's a fucking lie. You all have back stock.
0: They, none of them want to go dig through the pallets. They don't want to do it. No. So it's always whatever we have. And that shit drives me insane, especially when I... When I, I, don't, in I don't want to say
1: names. Road. I don't care if we get in trouble, but this is my experience. My experience. Uh-oh. And happens more at this place than most, but I, for some reason, like getting kicked in the balls. Home Depot is one of the worst for this. Just Home the... Depot is one of the fucking worst for this. And you can never find you a fucking You need a tool driver. or a product. I've had experiences where I walk in, and there's, there, you know they have specialists for each yeah, section, like Alexa sup- whatever? Supposedly, yeah. And you ask them, hey, I need this. Oh, uh, well, you know, I'm going on lunch. I don't care if you're going on lunch. Why are you telling me you're going on lunch, motherfucker? <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> or, just say, or, hey, <laughs> uh, I can't get this for you right now. I have something else that I'm doing, but I'm going to call someone and follow fucking through. Make sure someone comes. Or they have that little button you press and nothing ever happens. Or they just walk away. Yeah. How's that one? How about they look back at you and they just keep walking? <laughs> or when they do page someone, you're sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. There's times I just walk out and say, you know, fuck this. Or they never have keys. There's never That's when I just fucking go to Lowe's. What's up, Home Depot? They also never have a key.
0: There's never a key to Oh open no anything. one ever has a key. No only the manager no has one the key No one ever key. has a key. Only the manager has the key, but he's not working today. Yeah. He took the keys home or some stupid shit like that. Oh. Or my favorite is there's never a forklift driver.
1: I like the other excuse. It's like you it's like Oh, they're done for the day. <laughs> it's fucking one o'clock what do you mean they're done for the day where'd they go the, yeah you guys are open <laughs> from six to ten what, who, who's not working then? <laughs> What the hell? I, but I, again why are these things our problem do we need to know that you're not working for the day do, do i do i need i mean you're telling me oh i'm on my break if you're on your break why are you on the fucking floor if you're on your lunch why are you on the floor <laughs>
0: Or another favorite of mine is when they say, this is not my department. I don't know. I was, oh, I love that one. I was on vacation last week because everybody's always on vacation. No, I've heard that one. And and they oh, they I just ne- called back vacation. Good for you. Good for you. And what's dumb is you scan and it tells you the aisle or I the UPC. Not not ask no you if
1: you're on fucking vacation. <laughs> I asked you if this was in stock. And if it is, can you please grab me one or two? That's what I asked you. I don't yeah. give a fuck about your vacation because you <clears> sure as fuck don't care about mine. Yeah. (laughs) Let's just keep this exchange nice and simple. I got money. Your company provides a service. You're hired to help that company provide the service. That's it. Let's talk about is it in stock? Can you grab it? Thank you. Exactly. But it never works out
0: that way for some reason. My favorite are the – and I get that they're all commission-based, which is why they're kind of sharp. Where? Like selling cars and stuff. Oh yeah. But they also never fucking listen to you. It's like I came into one place and I was like, I just want to walk the lot. What are you looking for? I just want to walk the lot. What do you wh- what kind of car are you gonna drive? I just wanna walk your fucking lot. That's it. I just wanna see what you got. I don't I'm not here to, to buy anything unless it's something, you know, if I see it. Yeah, well you want a mid sized car, a small car. I, I wanna walk the fucking lot.
1: Well, they think they think so that that's just a tactic. They think by continuing to ask you questions and probing, or eventually going to give information that they can use to and, and turn it they, into then a they, sale.
0: <laughs> and then they hold the keys, like 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 if you think if you actually have an interest, let's just let's go see how much your car is worth. And then the keys disappear,
1: and they don't bring the keys. Yeah, back. they take your fucking keys. Yeah,
0: unless you actually get angry.
1: It's like, hold on, motherfucker, where's my keys? It's
0: like this is not a, this is not a criminal proceedings. What are you holding my keys for? Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, the car dealership thing is, it's a little stupid. I mean, look, I've been in sales. I'm all for supporting a good salesperson. I'll go back to that person that helped me. But listen, look, if you're up front, and I've I've done the same thing, I straight up, because I've been in sales, I tell them right away, look, I go, look, I'm not buying anything today. Just being up front with you. Oh, that's okay. Good. I'm glad you're okay with it, but I'm not fucking buying. (laughs) <laughs> and then the other thing is, sometimes you're right. You just want to go look. I mean, you can look yeah. at stuff online, but when it comes to car, you kind of want to physically see it. Perfect example, the Bronco, the redesigned Bronco, when they released it on paper, on the pictures, looked fucking badass. Yeah. I saw it on person. Fucking piece of shit. I wouldn't want that thing. It looks like a Matchbox toy.
0: Because it is. It's a fucking dumbass It looks way, s-
1: way smaller than they originally made it look when they were advertising it. I I just don't like it. I, I mean, look, if you have a Bronco, I'm just saying it wasn't for me. I was like, no. So sometimes you just got it, like you said, walked a lot. You I just, just want to see what you fucking like. Got. Hey, you know what? I like Dodge or whatever. I just want to see what's out. I just want to see what you got. That's it. Yeah. But that's not what they. But then it's like, you know, what's your you, name? Good. I'll ask for you. I've gotten to the point where I'm like, if I
0: need you, you'll see me inside. And huh? then they get offended though.
1: Fair enough. But then they get offended. <laughs> it's like, hey, I'll come get you if I have a question. How's yeah. that?
0: Yeah. I think, or I, I've had one experience where I'm walking and then you see one guy start to follow. Then the second guy comes behind. Oh that guy. dude, it's like And a then fucking, another guy comes out of the They start ball. flanking, it's like a
1: fucking raptor attack and shit, right? <laughs> they start coming out from behind. The one guy comes up smiling, shaking <laughs> his hand, and the other two come behind you, fucking give you a goddamn chicken wing, and then the they, other guy grabs your wallet, it's and like then the other re- guy get your key. Yeah,
0: it's like they're ready to <laughs> they're ready to fucking shoot you in the back. Like, oh, shit, I've never dude. I've I've never had no, I'll take that back. I've had a few car experiences. That are no, there, there's there's some
1: very good car car guys yeah. out there or car gals or yeah car. I just, it's I, I just know. think it's f- anyway there there's some very good car salespersons. You keep beating that horse. Um, I will beat car, it all fucking persons. Um, I yeah. Anyway, there's a lot of good car. I guess industry just, not support man. specialists. I think and- they are
0: car salesperson. <laughs>
1: But there are good ones out there, and, and I will go back to those people, right? Yeah. You will. Yeah. I mean, not nobody wants to be. I don't know anyone who wants to be hounded. It's like that.
0: It's like the the finance guy. He's always in a different room on a fucking. Oh, the, they're the
1: worst, and, and they're the number crunchers, and they need your credit number report. crunching my ass. They're in there all of a sudden grilling you and selling like, wait a minute, you're the finance guy. I didn't ask you to sell me on a fucking. Uh, floor mat, or this, or that, or some kind of fucking decal. Well, Let, like, let's get uh, down to the deal. Are we financing this? What's the deal? It's you like
0: I, I, went in, I went into the to a Toyota place, and uh, that's, they they held my keys and everything. And the guy comes out, and he and he's the finance guy. And he well, goes, "Well, why were they holding the keys? Because it was a possible trade, possible trading. But they don't need so to hold now your keys. now it's hostage taking. And he comes out, and he goes, "So, uh, how much are you going to put down?". I said, well, "What does that matter?". And he sat there and he goes, well, I need to know the numbers if I want to give you accurate information, so I'd have to run your credit report. And I was like, well, how does that work online when I have the calculator from your website? And it tells me how much and all that based on the credit range. Right. And he goes, well, what's your credit? And I said, well, you know, it's whatever, you know, the number was. And he goes, oh, is that off Credit Karma? And I said, it's a general guideline, but yeah, usually. I pull it from, you know, Credit Karma or Experian or whatever. And then he sits there and he looks at me and he goes well, I can't really help you unless I know the exact numbers. I was like, aren't you the fucking finance guy? Yeah. Why do you need accurate... Couldn't you just generally give me an idea?
1: You're like, well, let's just get a general idea based on the numbers I gave you, number one. And number two, obviously, I don't want you to do a fucking hard pull on my credit. Yeah. Because what if I decide I don't want your car? Now I got a ding on my credit for that, and then I go somewhere else, I want to do another hard pull, and I go another place to do another one?
0: Yeah. And he just got like... He got really mad, and I was like, can I just have my keys? And he goes, well... You're not gonna find any deal better than five percent anyway. I was like, "How the fuck do you know
1: that?" That doesn't matter. <laughs> for one, you don't have a right to keep my keys. I know you want to evaluate the car, see what it's worth. Okay, you looked at it. Give my fucking keys back.
0: Yeah, it it, it was funny because it it was funny because when I I I find like I just want my goddamn keys. He just gives this big errr, and then he gets up and he goes, "Go get his keys," and he just kind of like kicked me out.
1: It's like, what are you fucking desperate for a dollar, dude? <laughs> Is your month that bad?
0: It, that's just Anyway, I know we're on customer service just telling stories, but that was just one that I just kind of like, come on, dude.
1: Well, it it does go it go back to where we started with this whole thing. It's like, why has customer service gotten so bad? Why is it so accepted in our society these days for it to be bad? No got, one goes the extra mile.
0: They're all fucking honorary um, if no, that's a word.
1: Yeah, it doesn't seem like anybody treats anyone with any respect as a human being anymore. Uh,
0: that, shit, that shit is absolute garbage now. The way it's all worked out.
1: But um, <clears throat> yeah, it's just gotten one of the... so bad, and I don't know how we're going to fix it.
0: Oh, we're going to fix it through education, people who care and want to train. You
1: mean firing people for being dipshits?
0: Yeah, but... It's not... pretty educational. But they're not... California's got laws against that, too, so...
1: Wait. No.
0: I'm just assuming they do. It's California. No. No? No. no. All right.
1: <laughs> no, there's, there's a... If you're not doing the job you're hired for... Sure, to my satisfaction, as a person paying you to do the job, you don't need to work here.
0: All right, I just thought California had a law. I guess not. Whatever. <laughs> uh, they may, <laughs> but everything's up for interpretation. Uh, th- this 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 is a stat that I found interesting, saying
1: that fifty percent believe that feedback is meaningless for the company. Well, it fucking is meaningless because who reads it? it, it who the fuck actually reads it? Because if people were reading the feedback, don't you think they would get fucking better? It's true. And it says
0: 35% will post negative comments, 53% post positive comments. 67% will pay extra if the service is good. Yeah. Interesting. I just think it, it's just interesting that uh, nobody does. I don't think they read the comments.
1: And then there's it doesn't actual, seem like they do. The
0: survey is actually telling you we will pay more.
1: But we will read your comments, stretchgoose at gmail.com. Yes, we will. Good, <laughs> bad, sideways, don't matter.
0: I just think that this, this section is interesting to me because it's like it, it, it they're telling you it's like over half of them will pay for good service. Over half of them will remain loyal if you have the good service. Over half post positively of you if you do well. But this is just
1: basic common sense stuff, right? Like, look, Yeah, but nobody's doing
0: it. They're, they're continuing to be dickheads about
1: it. Or there's very little, like the, like the number of people doing it is very, very small. Like there, there are comp- less and less companies actually care enough. And I don't know if it's the companies that care. It's it's just the the uh, the culture at that location for that company. For example, it's just gone to shit. Um, corporate headquarters isn't really checking on these things. Yeah, it's
0: true. Uh, I'm gonna read you the top ten sad ones. The
1: big the big. Four- How, okay, where where are we at? Top ten sad as far as what? Uh, just terrible companies. like actual companies? Yeah, they're actually... You're going to read the company name?
0: I'll read the name. I'm not going to get into all the the background. Fuck
1: it, where's it at? It's in the back there. there. Okay, let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's hear it. Who are the fucking sad sacks? It it doesn't matter. Go ahead. You have it, right? Yeah. Just read it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. uh, So so, uh, we're going to go... Number 10, American Airlines. Number nine is Cox Communications. Uh, that is a cable company. Yeah. COX, right? Yeah. They are They are hated for their sales tactics. Um, mm. LinkedIn, number eight.
1: Really? As a company? Yeah. Like people working there? They, they or s- the they service s- they provide people?
0: They're... Array- they're Along with the uh, monetizing schemes appear to be the core of their dissatisfaction for the user. Um, oh, okay. It gives companies subscribe back. They also give other companies uh, information about their subscribers. So I guess everybody hates that. Time Warner Cable uh, lost 129,000 subscribers in one month, which is... A small pool of loyal subscriber bases at that point. Uh, United Airlines is six. Facebook is number five. For what? What did they say about that one? They are dissatisfied with the changes to the timeline profile and the messy IPO back in May. Um, They still remain the largest social network. Comcast is number four. They lost 400,000 subscribers in one month.
1: How come ATT isn't on this list? Those motherfuckers are ruthless.
0: It is. It's Time Warner. It's the same place.
1: Oh, I, you know, there you go, <laughs> stupid fuck. I didn't know Time Warner. They own ATT? Yeah. Time Warner and ATT. Didn't know.
0: Hmm. I mean, unless they sold that branch off. Oh, no. As to my knowledge, it is, but I have to double check that. I think they might have sold that part off. All right. Uh, Charter Communications is number three.
1: Funny all the cable companies are on here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they have laggy they they have laggy um uh internet excessively poor rated TV spaces blah. blah yeah,
1: blah. refer to charter as a perennial industry laggard. laggard in the already exceptionally <laughs> poorly rated subscription TV and cable space. Yep. It has been included on the survey for over a decade. Th- so and has only had a rating at or above sixty on two occasions. So Jesus. Charter
0: Communications cracks the top ten for over a decade. They're they're pretty up there. Crazy. Northeast Utility, that is a power company in yeah. New
1: England. Can't do nothing about it though.
0: It- they, were, they just keep having power outages, and they had to kick out their There's CEO. the fuck thing
1: about utility companies, though. They can... I know you want... Okay, want, finish the list. I'll go back to that. I got something
0: to say. Oh, we're already in number one. Long Island Power Authority, another utility Another company. utility, okay. So the top two are utility companies in the East
1: Coast. So here's the fuck thing about utility companies. You don't have a choice. Your water, um, your electricity... Yeah. Utilities in general, sewer, you don't have a choice.
0: No, you don't. You're fucking So stuck they literally with
1: it. can do whatever the fuck they want and you can be dissatisfied because you're not given a choice between power companies for for the most part. You're not given a choice between where your water's coming from. Yeah. You just have to pay it whether it's a good service or not.
0: Yeah. And these guys are rated this way based on constant power outages and things too. Cuz they can't keep their fucking grid on. And that is your top 10, kids. And uh, I want to close with this on this subject because I think it's an interesting uh, from Forbes. It is it is the uh, explanation for the decline.
1: Oh, let's hear their explanation.
0: In my experience, I've noticed that many businesses are making the same mistakes over and over again. There is a lack of training, little investment in basic customer service skills, while setting sky high expectations and measuring employee performance with a maniacal zeal. Often companies will go on the defensive when called out for poor service, blaming it on the high labor market or the shortage of qualified employees. And that is that's that. I, I think uh there we go. I I don't know if that is the Ironclad reason, lack of training, lack of this, and because it's not like you can't provide it as a company. That's all I'm going to say on
1: that. I, I I, don't know. I mean, there's evident there's, I don't know if there's a lack of training, but maybe a lack of accountability for the employee after the fact to continue to do the job as they're instructed as, to do. Or
0: stay as updated with it. Yeah. And I think, well, that's the that's there's
1: the, obviously a lack of customer service training because. If they were really, I think it comes down to the attitude of the trainer. You know, you have some pretty jaded people that they can't move on to another career or job and they're just stuck and they're pissed off and that attitude seeps into the new hires. Yeah. I think that's probably another thing that needs to be addressed, you know, And, and so that lack of customer service, that attitude just keeps being trickled down to the next person hired. It's a cultural thing. Like I said earlier, I think they need to change the culture in these specific locations. Like, go in, clean house, slash and burn, or, you know, give these people ultimatums. It's like, hey, we either turn the ship around or you're finding a new place to work. That's just what it is. Mm. You know, I understand you're unhappy, but if you're unhappy, you need to make a decision. You either find another job or figure a way to make this one work. Yeah. Like, listen, we don't all like our jobs, but while you're on the job, Be the best motherfucker you could be at that job. Look, if all you could do is fucking sweep and broom, you sweep and broom the shit out of that. You're fucking, you're fucking Mr. Yes, sir, happy as can be, man. Floating on air, unicorn motherfucker with that broom. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I mean, I mean, at least while you're there. Yeah. But work on your exit strategy if you're that unhappy.
0: Nobody does that. Do it in the background. Nobody does that. They just quit and walk and they have no strategy.
1: And they carry the attitude with them because yeah. now they're like fuck i didn't want to work that those guys were bullshit and then oh i can't find a job nobody want." you know you gotta have a plan gotta have something you good. gotta stick to it but again the lack of customer service in america maybe even worldwide it's just we gotta do something we don't consumers and people trying to spend money don't need to be re- disrespected for trying to <laughs> engage your business for your services yeah i mean people need it Right? I mean, I don't know. So,
0: um, having said that, that's the podcast, kids. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for um,
1: being a part of it. And let's turn eight countries into Into 16 countries, all into 32 countries. Yes. Let's
0: keep this thing going. Thank you. And uh, we will see you on the next one. Later.